when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Farm Talk with Dairy Gold Quality Feeds. Trusted by generations of farmers. Dairy Gold Quality Feeds. Putting your animal nutrition needs first. Welcome to our programme. I'm John O'Connor. Coming up, Kiro Shea, B&T Dairy Advisor, Chagas McCroom on forthcoming events in the Cork Northwest and Greater East Cork areas. Foodworks Recruitment Drive at Chagas Moor Park for Moy. Karen Tyner, Senior Manager, Board Beer. Kildalton College Careers Open Day, Tim Ashmore. Our top story, satellites aiming to remove some of the stress of on-farm inspections. Mr Barry Cassidy, news correspondent, Irish Farmers Journal, comments on an article he has in the 29th of September edition of the Irish Farmers Journal. Yes, John, I suppose what we've seen so far this year and the figures we, the latest figures we have from the department is that there's been so far 7,000 satellite inspections carried out on farms this year. What they've said now is they might have all been completed yet and they will be all completed ahead of the BPS deadline on the 16th of October. Um, they're hoping to do carry out 8,000 uh, land eligibility inspections by then. Uh, so 90% of those inspections are going to be satellites when you add up the two figures. Uh, what I suppose is that these satellite inspections are an ongoing effort to simplify and modernise CAP. So rather than having an inspe- a farm inspector call to your farm uh, physically, uh, these satellites can replace those. One thing that strikes fear and dread into farmers is the unannounced uh, inspection. So satellite inspections can be used, I understand, reading your article and listening to our comments there. Uh, Satellite inspections can be used in place of on-farm inspections for schemes such as the BPS basic payment, greening, areas of natural constraint and young farmers getting away from that fear people coming onto the land are the inspectors are the intruders or what so if it's all done remotely if you're obeying the rules you have nothing to fear yeah i suppose that's kind of the hope here uh, to make things a bit more simpler for farmers so you know the satellite can inspect your farm uh, unknowns to you i suppose the only issue but then if there's no no issue then there's no further there's no further action your payments will be processed and your payments can go through if an issue will be picked up, the department can get in touch with you and things can get be ironed out from there. So I suppose the big the big fear would be maybe overclaims on areas in which cases uh, the payments can be delayed. I suppose we've seen last week we 187 million worth of ANC payments went out to farmers in the first run of payments, 77,000 out of the 95,000 farmers in that scheme received their payments. So some of the, those farmers may have been held up due to the fact that they've been picked up on a satellite inspection is maybe overclaiming. And so there's maybe no harm uh, to get in touch with the department and just make, make, clear, make, make sure the progress on, on payments so far. 
And these remote uh, sensing or satellite or eye-in-the-sky inspections, these inspections, there's no risk that they will be modified or amended later on because there was a, a point where people were informed that earlier, more, shall we say, primitive forms of uh, satellites hadn't picked up certain things and people ended up having a clawback situation. They ended up being told, oh, we've had um, newer and more effective satellites and they're picking up uh, transgressions and uh, your land, or certainly you might find you're ineligible in some respects. But these, I understand, these are final inspections. If they're passed by the satellites now, then you're in the clear for all of your payments, your entitlements. Yes, so the satellites can, can conduct a full inspection, really, uh, unless there's any, any, any doubts or fears. So the EU has launched, launched their Copernicus space program. And as part of that, they have two sentinel sat- satellites that, uh, that uh, orbit the Earth. Taking what are what are extremely clear pictures. Um, if you've if you've seen the pictures, and I'm I'm sure people might have, these these are really clear. You can make out fine details such as cows and fields. You know you can see things that bales stacked in the yard. So these are very detailed pictures that these satellites are able to take. But I suppose it takes away that, as you say, that fear of someone coming on and the spectre coming in. It, it, it kind of makes things more simpler. You can go about your day rather than having you know put aside an entire day to bring an inspector on farm to walk all the lands. Uh, it's, it's, it's simpler for farmers. Nowadays we hear so much about rural crime and people are rather paranoid perhaps uh, with uh, good reason they're paranoid about uh, unknown people coming onto the land. That's why the IFA and other organisations have asked for clear notification if there are going to be inspections so they know this is an inspector coming along exercising rights as a department inspector. Now, would there be a balance? I think in your article you indicate there might be a balance of around a 1,000 inspections which would still be completed as ground inspections. Would that be right? Yeah, so the department since uh, since June of uh, coming down from EU, they have the option to move fully towards satellites uh, conduct all pay all inspections that way, but I suppose just you know for checks and balances reason, you know a small number you know carried out still by the by the ground inspectors. Uh, although you know one thousand compared to seven thousand, it's a it's a much lighter workload than inspectors having to inspect eight thousand farms around the country. You quote a statement from the Department of Agriculture. It's a rather a fair statement. They're saying that uh, the European Union regulations governing uh, the various schemes require that the inspection process would be fully completed before any payments are made. But in cases where any issue is identified as part of a satellite inspection, the department say they will be in contact with the applicant on the matter. So you won't have a situation there, as might have happened in the past, where you receive a payment based on a satellite inspection and then you find there's a clawback. But these new satellites, you've referred to the absolutely crystal clear, higher definition and pictures um, they print and take. So in that case, farmers really, they should be they should be reassured that this is something now they can rest easy and it's all done and they're not aware it's even being done. But if there is a transgression, an unintentional or otherwise transgression, the department will inform them and they won't be getting any future shocks. Yeah, I suppose no one really likes to be inspected. Uh, no family you know, wants that. But the department are required under the EU legislation for these cap payments to carry out a certain percentage of, of inspections every year. So I suppose satellite is probably the most, the most easiest and straightforward way of conducting them. But I suppose we should bear in mind with the BPS payment, that 70% advance payment coming on the 16th of October, 
that that money is needed on farms right now. Farms have endured a, a, quite a tough summer. They've endured a tough spring and and winter. You know, people are trying to secure spotter stocks for winter and and see themselves through. So that money is crucial. And if there is any payment holdups, you know, due to inspections and stuff, I suppose farmers need to be told in advance of that so they can prepare for that and 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 put put systems in place that they can can deal with that. That seems to be reasonable. Well, thank you very much indeed, Mr Barry Cassidy, news correspondent, Irish Farmers Journal, for discussing your article in this week's Irish Farmers Journal, dated uh, Saturday, 29th of September 2018. Barry, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, John. You are listening to the Dairy Gold Farm Talk programme on C103 Cork with John O'Connor. Kildalton College, Pilltown, County Kilkenny, will host its annual careers open day on Friday 5th of October with tours beginning between 10am and 11am. School leavers, mature students, parents and guidance counsellors are all invited to attend this open day to see firsthand the career opportunities available. Mr Tim Ashmore is Assistant Principal, Kildalton College Agriculture. Yes, thanks very much. No, we have our annual uh, careers day uh, in Kildalton College, uh, which is in Pilltown in County Kilkenny, on the 5th of October. Uh, which is which is uh, Friday next. Uh, tours will will start at at, at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. So if you arrive any time around then, we will. Generally speaking, what we do is we divide uh, we divide um, people who arrive, which could be school leavers, mature students, parents, or guidance counsellors, into into groups. And obviously, we're we're offering agriculture, horticulture, and equine courses. So we bring people around tour of the of the campus in each individual areas, and it's a great opportunity to meet the teachers and and, and see the facilities and, and and talk to the staff involved about any any any, any queries that you might have relating to the courses. Kildalton College in Pilltown, County Kilkenny. You are in a very central location. So do I understand that uh, pupils from right across Munster, right across Ireland, would be coming along? Absolutely. We get, we get, uh, we get students not only from the southeast, we also get students from, from all over the country and, and, and a lot of students from, from down in the down in the in the, the western corner of, of Ireland as well. So, yeah, everybody's welcome on the day and um, have a look around and, and, and talk to the staff on, on campus here. Now, of course, you are Mr. Tim Ashmore, Assistant Principal Agriculture at Kildalton College, but I understand that not just agriculture in general, beef and dairy, etc., but there's also a specific equine course and a horticulture course, and you might say a few words about the equine course. On the day there will be anybody who's interested in equine will we'll get a uh, get to meet the equine lecturers and get a tour of the college, and we'll, we we do uh, equitation, which is which is basically horse riding and uh, and stud management. So there's two courses there on the equine side. In addition, on the horticulture side, we have we have courses there, uh, level five and level six courses. Um, so anything from from nursery stock uh, through to landscaping, uh, through to vegetables, soft fruits, um, they're all covered there. Anybody's interested in that area, there is uh, short awards as well. So um, any interest in that area would be more than welcome on the day. And of course, horticulture, that's one of the industries where we see, perhaps disgracefully, such a high proportion of our vegetables are imported. Absolutely. So um, I, I think there's probably more and more being grown in Ireland in, in the last year or two. It's, it's actually improved a bit. But yes, uh, there is a lot of vegetables imported. But there is, I mean, horticulture is such a wide sector. I think a lot of people don't understand that it goes from anything from greenkeeping to nursery stock to landscaping all the way through across the fruit and veg. So, look, it is an interesting area and, and, and there's, there's good opportunities in that sector.
your equine course, the facilities available are world-class and, in fact, you're particularly proud of your equine course and the coordinator, Miss Rosemary Gaffney. That's right, we do. We have, uh, we have about uh, 50 first-year students in there at the minute and, and second-year students as well, and we have um, uh, a wide range of horses and, and uh, three arenas there, uh, indoor arenas, and we have cross-country courses. Um, so we have great, great facilities down there um, for, for students to learn, and, um, yeah, the courses are very, very well sought after, and, 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 and the students are very happy on them. Could you please remind our listeners the date of this uh, career's open day, the date and the times of the tours? So the date is, is Friday the 5th of October uh, with tours starting at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Um, so anybody who has any interest in agriculture, uh, horticulture or equine studies um, are more than welcome to come on the day and um, tours will take, uh, take about an hour to go around and you come back and any queries that you have on whether it's access, progression, um, uh, grants, whatever it might be, will be available then at the end of the tour. So, look, you're more than welcome to come along, and we look forward to seeing you on the day. Kildalton Agricultural College. Kildalton College, you have a tie-up, I understand, with WIT Waterford Institute of Technology. Yes, we have a big number of students that come out to Kildalton um, a number of days a week to do all the production modules out here. So, I mean... We have about over 400 students a year would actually come out. Um, we're only 20 minutes from Waterford here, so they'd be, they'd be bussed out or they'd drive out here um, one, two, three, four days a week, depending on what course they're doing. So we have very close links with, with them, and indeed we have links with UCD in delivering courses as well. Um, yeah, and there's great progression routes from our, our Level 5 course, um, which is the first-year course. You can People can come in there and they can progress on into the degree program in, in WIT and come out, go in at a level five and come out with a level eight degree at the end. So there's great opportunities for, for, for progression. The numbers of students have really grown there in the last number of years. Um, I mean, look, we have, we have about 12 or 1300 students going through the college a year across all of our, our courses and, and, and with our, with our collaborations with, uh, um, WIT and we also collaborate with, uh, UCD on, on the, professional diploma in dairy herd management as well. So there is, there is a, there's great, there's a great number of students there. Um, and, and, and look, I mean, I suppose we, we kind of expected numbers to be going down a bit, but they've been very resilient here. And, and if anything, they've, they've actually gone up higher the last couple of years. So we have a, we have a great uh, throughput of students. Do people tend to be living in accommodation near to the college or do they come daily? What type of uh, form would the study generally take? Yeah, well, really, students come from, from, from all, all, all sort of directions. Like, people commute every day. There's people, there's 80, 80 bedrooms on site here. There's uh, numerous houses around the area that take students. Um, so it's really depending on how far the person lives away, but there is, there is scope to do all. I mean, a typical day in Kildalton for a, for a first-year student would be, I mean, the mornings would be classes, the afternoons would be practical. So the courses are very practically based, and, and, and that's probably... What attracts a lot of students to them is, is that there's a lot of practical learning, so they're actually out doing, doing practicals, whether it's dairy or beef or machinery or whatever it might be out in the yard, and I think that's a key sort of selling point. They're, they're very practically orientated. Looking at the first paragraph of your recent uh, press release, you point out that school leavers, mature students, parents and guidance counsellors are all invited to attend this open day to see firsthand the career opportunities available through studying at Chagask 
Kildalton, and that's taking place on Friday, 5th of October. Chagas uh, Kildalton College of a Facebook page there, so if anybody Googles that, there's plenty of pictures and, and videos there um, of the college. Uh, we have a website. Um, if you go into if you go into uh, the the Chagas uh, public website, you will you will you will go into the education and into Kildalton College. You will you will you will find us there as well. And you did mention earlier in our conversation that you advise people on which courses there are grants available for. So if a person wasn't uh, well off financially but yet had a burning interest in agriculture or some aspect of the subject at your school, well then there might be a grant available and you inform people about whether they might qualify for a grant or not and indeed uh, the cost of the courses. What will the course, the average course, uh, cost generally without a grant? Well, look. If you if you take the the, the agriculture first year level five course, it, it's it's eight hundred and eighty euros, which would be very competitive compared to to, to other 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 courses. Um, there's, there's eight level of grants that are available, depending on how far away you live from the college. So, uh, really, information on grants and and fees and progression, we, we will have and, and even access for people with with learning difficulties. We will have a stand uh, there on the day, and, and and we'll be able to answer all all those individual queries. Um, but I mean the the range of courses that would be ranged around that sort of fees depending on, on how long the course is. Well, that's certainly very good. Thank you very much indeed, Mr. Tim Ashmore, Assistant Principal Agriculture at Chagas Kildalton College for taking our call. And thank you. Earlier this month, on 10th of September 2018, kick-starting the recruitment drive for Foodworks 2019, Board Bia, Enterprise Ireland and Chagas announced the coming together of some of Ireland's best business minds to help develop the next batch of cereal food and drink entrepreneurs with high-potential start-ups. The next phase of Foodworks is centred on Chagask Moor Park for Moy on Tuesday, 2nd of October, starting 10am sharp. Karen Tyner, Senior Manager of Boardbia, has more on this. John, my day-to-day role involves me um, finding new opportunities for both existing and new entrepreneurial businesses in the food and drinks area. So sometimes that's looking at the domestic markets and opportunities, and sometimes it's looking at export markets and helping those companies achieve the sales and the growth that they're looking to do. Under that kind of area, one of the programs that we have is Foodworks, and Foodworks is quite unique in that it's a, a, a tri-agency program. So Board Bia, Enterprise Ireland and Tagus all work together to find the next batch of entrepreneurs and businesses with high potential. People often have a great idea for a business, but they've no way of venting this or trying it, so they mightn't have a great deal of cash to invest. But in connection with this concept of food works and helping people with startups in the Irish food and drink industries uh, field, I understand there's what we're calling a recruitment drive taking place for the next phase of your programme for applicants, and that's taking place in Cork County. Well, we've just started the recruitment for our Foodworks in its sixth year, so we're calling it our Foodworks 6 programme. And certainly we're having um, opportunities to meet with listeners who who might right now be thinking about, I have a great idea for uh, a business, a food and drink business, or I have created some products that I'm currently selling that I know there's a huge opportunity for, or I feel is a big opportunity if I got the right investment. So we're having one of our recruitment sessions nearby you, that's right, uh, on the 2nd of October, and that takes place in uh, the Taga Centre in Moor Park, just outside Formoy. So what we're doing is inviting people to come along to that day on the 2nd. They can register through 
www.foodworksireland.ie or indeed ring the Chaga Centre and they'll also be able to support you. Um, and come along to the day and meet with the three agencies, so that's Enterprise Ireland, Bordbia and Chagas, to talk through the opportunities and the supports that are available as part of the Foodworks program. So if, if you're, as I said, if you're one of those listeners here to John this morning and, and you've got an innovative product or you think you have an opportunity to really drive your business forward that you currently have, then please do come um, and talk to us. And this year, John, it's, it's a little different because we are encouraging maybe entrepreneurs who've done it in the past or who have been entrepreneurial in other sectors to also come talk to us about Foodworks. We know that there's a wonderful energy around entrepreneurs and what they create and the businesses they develop. And we're very grateful uh, to them for the businesses that they develop. And we'd like to help nurture those. So for those who are successful um, in the initial concept phase, then there's uh, a special um, program that we will take them through and practical business supports that we will give them to help them um, develop their business and also hopefully attract some future investment as their businesses progress. The recruitment drive at Chagas Moor Park, uh, just outside Formoy in Cork East, in County Cork, that's taking place on Tuesday, 2nd of October. Can I ask you, Karen, just to confirm the time it starts? When does it actually start? What time would the event start? So it starts at 10 a.m. in Chagas, but as I said, you're very welcome to have a look at information on the website, our foodworksireland.ie website, to register your attendance. We'll take a little bit of information off you as you register, and then we can be fully prepared to start the discussion rather than you having to tell us about our business on the day. But likewise, you're also welcome to come at 10 o'clock to the uh, Tagus event to, to Moor Park, just outside Formoy, and meet with the three agencies. Would cash be available to people who can prove their worth in terms of their vision? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, certainly um, we want to make sure that by the end of the program that your business is um, financially uh, ready to take an investor so you can actually make a, a pitch at the end of it. Um, Foodworks is more about a capability development, but also getting you ready for maybe the HPSU, so the High Potential Startup Program that Enterprise Ireland have. So certainly Enterprise Ireland have, invented, have invested $2 million in companies who've been through the Foodworks program once they have graduated because they've gone through building their capabilities, building their strengths, understanding their product. It might be about maybe understanding a little better about the consumer. It might be some R&D support that they would need. So it's actually quite a valuable program in terms of, let's say, the knowledge and the expertise that a company would gain as they go through this process for nine months. And by the end of that, we expect then either Enterprise Ireland or another investor to actually want to get on board with that company to drive that growth forward. Could you refer to any particular success stories and give an indication of uh, the fields they're in? Well, um, certainly, and they're across all sectors, for everyone from, let's say, maybe the health food area to the um, drinks area to the nutrition area has been through the Foodworks program. We've worked with over 76 companies at this stage, and 45% of them are now exporting. So nearly half of them, although they're only new companies, are now exporting to over 20 countries. But I, I'll certainly mention Dairy Concepts, which is a business that's located not too far away in Bandon um, from you. And they're now employing, they've worked through the Foodworks program. They've worked very closely um, and been based very closely in the Target Center, where the uh, recruitment drive is on on Tuesday. Um, and they're now employing seven people. So again, it has really accelerated their growth. But as I said, over 50% of companies, or nearly 50% of companies, are now exporting. So very, very strong uh, results, I think, for, for new companies just starting on and how quickly they accelerate because they've gone through that program. Would you please give us a website number where people can tap into some of the vast amount of information and background data which you've supplied to us for the programme by advance uh, briefing? Yeah, absolutely. So people can get us um, the information um, on, if they can't attend the event next Tuesday, we're holding events every Tuesday around the country until early November. So they're certainly welcome to come and attend one of those other events. And the details of all those events are available on the foodworksireland.ie website. So that's foodworks, with an S, ireland.ie. And information is available there. But, but you're right, we've been very fortunate with the ambassadors who are involved in our program who help shape us. Uh, most of them are entrepreneurs themselves and now very successful businessmen um, in, and women in Ireland. Uh, and we're very pleased that they help us shape the business. So we would have people like Anne Murray, from, who's the MD of Lear Chocolate, and Paddy Callaghan from Nature's Best, um, Stephen Twadell, who's a, a, a strong food investor and entrepreneur, Larry Murren from Dawn Farm Foods, John O'Brien from O'Brien Fine Foods. So a huge number of, of ambassadors and, uh, as I said, people with excellent business acumen who very, give very generously of their time to this program to make sure it, it advises entrepreneurs on the information that they'd like to, um, to have for their own businesses to accelerate growth. The recruitment drive is on for the next phase of applicants for Food Works. 
at Chagas Moor Park outside Formoy in Cork. And that's an open uh, clinic for all interested businesses. Would you like people to contact you and uh, give you some information about their operations, their business enterprise? Absolutely. I, I think um, the advantage of contacting us in advance and registering for the event is that we will understand, we'll have done the, we'll have read the information you will have provided, and we'll have a better understanding of your business, and we can talk very quickly and start discussing your business very, very quickly, rather than spending half the session with um, maybe an entrepreneur discussing or explaining or describing their business. So there are registration forms that are available on foodworksireland.ie or, again, you can email us at info at foodworksireland.ie. But certainly, as I said, the website will have a registration form there for you and that will facilitate us to very quickly start diagnosing and assessing and helping you and deciding whether your business is right for this programme. There is a feeling that if you mention your idea, people may shoot it down for one reason or another, but in the food works situation, if you have an idea, people will nurture that idea and tell you how it might work or could work or would work. Yes, absolutely. I would say there are 76 companies who came to us probably as unsure as you are right now listening to us talking on the radio thinking, I think it's a good idea, but will anybody else think it's a good idea? So please come talk to us. Um, we will be able to help you with your ideas. And if it's not relevant for food works or not the right activity or support for you, then we can certainly recommend things that are our training or assistance that, that is right for your business. So you have nothing to lose by coming to talk to us. We turn nobody away. We will talk to everybody on the day. And as I said, we are really looking forward to seeing everybody there next Tuesday in, in the Tagus Moor Park Centre just outside Formoy to 10am. Thank you, Karen. Karen Tyner, Senior Manager of Board Beer. Kill Britain Ploughing Association will be holding a special celebration party tonight, Saturday, at the Kill Britain Inn, starting 9:30 p.m. All welcome to attend, and this is to honour in particular the achievements of Miss Rachel O'Driscoll, Queen of the Plough at the National Ploughing Championships, and also Miss Ellen Nine, who came second in the Novice Ploughing Senior Class, and that's the Kill Britain Ploughing Association. A special celebration party this evening at the Kilbritton Inn starting 9.30. And that message from Mr Richard White, PRO Cork West Ploughing Association. Joining us on the programme, Miss Kira O'Shea, B&T Dairy Advisor with the Chagask office in Codrum, McCroom in County Cork. First of all, Kira, welcome to the programme. Now, I understand in the near future there will be a special meeting arranged for the Greater Cork East Area, which will involve a discussion group meeting of graduates from the past Green Cert course in 2017. Now, for those Green Cert uh, students who graduated in 2017, what type of meeting will this be? Hi, John. Thanks for having me today. Um, yeah, so the Cork East uh, alumni, uh, Young Farmer, uh, first discussion group meeting um, for the uh, for the last year's Green Certs, which graduated in 2017, yeah, in the greater Cork East area, as you said. Um, it's an opportunity for them to develop in a range of topics, and um, it's a discussion group format of a meeting for them and it will be happening on Wednesday the 3rd of October so it's, it's, it's great to continue the education 
and certainly people keep in touch and try and gauge what progress they've made and maybe comment on how useful the green cert course has been, etc., etc., because we know there's this big push to try and get younger people into agriculture. But again, with a fairly full employment, it can be difficult to get people to decide on an agricultural career for the rest of their lives when they read about it all the climatic problems and uh, prices, etc., etc. But certainly a meeting for the Green Cert students who graduated in 2017. Now, coming on to the actual meeting itself, Kira, what will some of the topics be on the day? So, yeah, on the 3rd of October, Wednesday the 3rd, um, there'll be um, Chagas uh, speakers there on the day and they'll be talking about uh, farm buildings, infrastructure and farm facilities as well. So um, that's the main topic of the day. So there'll be great discussion around that. Where is the discussion group being held? Yeah, so the discussion group uh, will be held on the farm of Tom, Catty and John Kiernan, uh, Bally Brown, Brownie, Rock Cormac. Um, I'll give the air code there, P61N23. Um, so they'll be able to people direct there to to the farm and also there'll be signs from Rackormag village as well. So the discussion group there for the past uh, Green Cert students will be on October, the Wednesday the 3rd at 7pm. The education officer there in Middleton, Sharon O'Mahony, you can contact her and her contact number and I'll call that out there to you there now, John. It's 021-436-1898 and that's the education officer Sharon O'Malley so she'll be able to give a lot more information as well if anyone wants it. Turning to the Canturk area there's another event on next week in the Canturk area, Cork Northwest. There's a great event there happening it's a father event and it'll be held on the farm of Joe Barry and he's in Castle Manger and um, that will be held on Friday the 5th of October at 11am. Also, there'll be signs posted from the village there in Castlemanger as well. Um, so, for directions on the day. Chagask are keeping a very close eye on their clients and trying to help everyone make sure there's enough feed and fodder to carry people over the winter and possibly a late spring. And of course, uh, very important not to forget the financing of all this. There is going to be topics they're dealing with the father shortages doing winter feed budgets looking at the farm finances and cash flow side of it and also there'll be um topics discussing um autumn autumn grazing management dry cow nutrition uh dosing and young stock autumn management and weight targets so there's a wide range of topics going to be discussed and it's going to be a great day of information in store for anyone that would like to go. Complementing that meeting in the Canturk area, there's also going to be an exclusively specialist feed and fodder finance week and that's approaching, it will be between the 8th of October and 12th of October. There'll be a number of workshops and also a seminar. So would you perhaps like to talk about that feed and fodder finance week 8th to 12th of October, looking firstly at the dairy seminar part of that? Yeah, John, so the, that, that's going to be a week that uh, Chagas are going to be promoting kind of and looking at the Feed Father and Finance Week. So 
we are going to be having that dairy seminar and the topics that we're going to be covering is feed and fodder for the dairy herd this winter along with farm finances, budgeting, cash flow and uh, the look the dairy lookout, uh, the dairy outlook and the markets and um, returns along with um, with an open panel discussion as well on the night. So looking at this dairy seminar, that's taking place in the period 8th of October to 12th of October. Could you give us the actual date on which the dairy seminar is taking place during that uh, Feed and Fodder Finance Week? So yeah, John, that dairy seminar is going to be held on Tuesday the 9th of October at uh, 7pm uh, till 10pm and it will be held in Fernhill, uh, the hotel there in Clannacilty. So it will be held in Fernhill Hotel in Clannacilty. Now could we look at the speakers? Could you tell us who will be speaking at this dairy seminar all part of the Feed Fodder Finance Week 8th to 12th of October? So who will be speaking at the event? Yeah, so on the Tuesday 9th of October at the event in Clannacilty, so there'll be our regional manager, John Horgan, will be speaking. He'll be welcoming everyone. And then we'll have Mark Tracy, Chagas advisor, who will discuss the feed and fodder for the dairy herds this winter. And we'll have Grania Hurley, Chagas advisor as well, that will go through farm finances, budgeting and cash flow. We'll have a Carberry speaker as well that will... Um, look at the dairy outlook and the markets and the returns there and I suppose with the open panel discussion um, there'll be a panel with Donald Welton from AIB, an IFA representative, a Carberry representative, Mark Tracy, uh, Gronia Hurley and Don Crowley who are Chagas advisors and that will be chaired by uh, John uh, McNamara there also. So there'll be uh, a great lineup there uh, for the event. No matter how good your ideas are or your suggestions for fodder, etc., if you don't have the finance and you need to acquire finance or obtain finance or get professional advice on whether you should borrow, uh, well, then, very important to have somebody there. Is it Mr. Don Welton from AIB in West Cork, is it? Yeah, that's correct, John. He'll be there on the panel for the open discussion that night. The Feed and Fodder Finance Week 8th of October to 12th of October. How can people find out more and uh, who should they contact to find out more? Also, John, there'll be some uh, workshops as well there. So um, the workshops, <coughs> um, I suppose, they'll be held in Chagas offices and um, there'll be ones in Clonakilty, Skibbereen, Dunmanway, McCroom and um, we will be advertising closer to the time of uh, when those dates will be and, and times for those events, but they will be on running through the 8th to the 12th of October. Um, the idea of the workshops um, will be um, sessions done and they'll cover all the topics there, kind of like uh, it'll be kind of uh, feed and father budgeting and discussions on the cash flow. As, as you say, it'll be expensive couple months ahead. Um, with a lot of meal and um, everything to be fed. So um, I suppose we'll try and work out solutions for, for farmers there and out what to do with the shortfalls in those father budgets. So we'll, we'll be working on that. So I suppose they could contact their local Chagas office, so the Clannacilty office um, or the Skibbereen or the McCroom office um, there. And I suppose I could give you the McCroom office numbers 
Speaking to Ms. Sakira O'Shea, B&T Dairy Advisor, Kodra McCroom, Office of Chagask. Grazing season actually begins in autumn, and the autumn management of grazed grass is crucial to assuring a good supply of grass come the spring. So any grazing tips for the, the current 7 to 10 days? So yeah, John, um, I suppose I just have a few small pointers there that I'll just um, highlight. And... Um, I suppose the main thing is, is to graze the residuals of four centimetres and try and have that as a target and try and operate a rotation length of 35 days plus. Um, aim to use a back fence or strip wire, most fellas would be at this point, but um, just continue doing that. And have an autumn rotation planner or what's otherwise known as a 60-40 plan in place and uh, have it along with an autumn grass budget plan as well. The other thing would be to walk the farm and monitor the farm covers and the grass growth coming ahead and um, the coming weeks. And uh, remember, I suppose, another point is that the chemical fertiliser, uh, the final dead, dead date is for spreading is the end of September. So that's an important um, date to highlight there as well. That's an extension date, so make sure and be aware that's not going to be extended beyond the date you gave there. Well, thank you very much indeed, Ms. Kira O'Shea, B&T Dairy Advisor with Chagas Codrum McCroom Office in County Cork. Thank you, Kira, very much indeed. Thanks a million. Thank you, John. The opening of the new Canturk Marts car park is expected to give a major boost to shopping and business activity in general in the heart of Canturk town. Ms. Maura Walsh, CEO, IRD to Hallow, will officially open the new car park at the Mart on this Wednesday, 3rd of October, at 11am sharp. All-day parking will now be available at a nominal fee, and it's hoped to encourage far more people to shop in Canturk Town Centre due to the extra availability of car parking spaces. That's the new Canturk Mart's car park official opening on this coming Wednesday morning, 3rd of October, 11am sharp, the official opening by Miss Maura Walsh, CEO, IRD to Hallow. ICSA, Irish Cattle and Sheep Farmers Association, Animal Health and Welfare Chairman, Mr Hugh Farrell, has called for the BVT eradication programme to be wound up as soon as possible. He said efforts needed to be intensified in order to achieve that objective. Mr Farrell contended we are now in the sixth year of what had been sold to us as a three-year programme. He said it's costing farmers upwards of €6 million a year, which isn't something which can be sustained any longer. Mr Farrell said farmers were now getting very frustrated that apparently there was no end in sight. Continuing, Mr Farrell said the key to the programme had always been to identify and remove PI, persistent infected cattle, from the national herd. Yet, he claimed, there remains a significant number of cattle with an unknown status which needs to be addressed. In addition, he said, adequate levels of compensation for beef calves must be forthcoming for the swift removal of these PI calves to be guaranteed. 
Mr Farrell said the ICSA believed that €400 Euro per beef calf should be provided for and that AHI Animal Health Ireland and the sector must push harder to get to that end point. Concluding his statement issued on 28th of September 2018, Mr Farrell said the department had recently established a TB forum with the aim of eradicating TB by the year 2030. He said the ICSA was keen to hear proposals in relation to that, but however confidence in that programme could only be measured against the success of previous programmes. He contended the overrun of the BVD programme at such a significant cost to farmers would be a cause for real concern. And that statement for the ICSA Animal Health and Welfare Chairperson, Mr Hugh Farrell. And that's our programme for this morning. I'm John O'Connor. Thanks to John Foot and Controls. And as always, a very special thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in. Next Agri-Update on this coming Wednesday evening between 10pm and 11pm. Farm Talk with Dairy Gold Quality Feeds. Trusted by generations of farmers. Dairy Gold Quality Feeds. Putting your animal nutrition needs first. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.